All right, are we ready? Obviously, I'm my, I'm a bit nasal, bit. Much much different than normal. Then, like, I don't know <laughs> what are you talking about. It's it. I'm out. No. <laughs> no. Goddamn it, Blake. Hey, welcome to episode Nintendo 64 of Front Seat Gamer. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm Nick. Good. We just previously talked about possibly toning down the swearing on this podcast. Fuck Blake's, yeah, we did. Blake's, oh my god. <sighs> wow. Blake that. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. It feels good to be back. Good. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been ages. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's all. No, <laughs> um, we've uh, we've all been busy, and then I went overseas, and then uh, well, actually, the exact ordering was Blake took some time off for, and went to, to like visit family. Then I went overseas, and then Severn, what did you do? Uh, I've been hard at work. Uh, I've been I've been working. Yeah, guys. Yeah, oh. I heard. Um, I'm a working man. Heard an expansion pack came out. Yeah, for cool game. The Club notorious. Pack 3.0. Oh, yeah. was, that your, was that what you were working on? Uh, yeah, it's a little. <laughs> <Is that> what, <laughs> while we were on holiday, that's what you did. <laughs> you put that one out by yourself, uh, <laughs> dude. That was that was huge. Yeah, it was massive. It was. Uh, it was I, I, I want to hear stories, Nick. You, you got anything to shed for the lead, the run up to 3.0? Oh yeah, probably tons. But um, I'll try and bring it up as I remember. <laughs> All right. Mm. There's. I mean, we 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 have been working on that expansion for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like work on Act Five started probably two years ago, something like that. Yeah, I I wouldn't know when exactly, but yeah, it sounds. About I mean, right. you guys probably got some of the earliest issues. Blake, I think it was especially. it was more like a year and a half ago we okay. first started on it. I don't think it was two years ago. Mm. Um. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The we uh, yeah we 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 we've been working on it for so long that like mm. where do I even begin? How's that overtime, like, man? Uh, it was, there was a lot of it in the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one really, really cool thing. Nights. What's awesome is we scaled up. So we're a much larger team now than we were two years ago. Yeah. Um, and 3.0 really pushed that. Yes. Like e- even with the, you know, a, a larger team, dude, we're, we're putting some serious out, even over on the outside, speaking for myself, uh, we had performance issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple of weeks before release. And it was a thing of, um, like, as in like, these are unoptimized. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, had to start I wasn't aware of this. This has ah. been my whole thing. Uh, I actually hit Blake up on some, on some. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we've grown to that size where, you know, certain techniques that we use in game. Yeah. Which is just in our art pipeline weren't being used correctly and it uh, and it showed uh in some of the act five levels we had i mean we we've as you've mentioned grew a lot and so we had lots of new people relatively new people working on something and they probably just didn't know yeah didn't know to sure. keep an eye out for that sort of thing the, the amount of content also yes was just uh we had so much more of it and it, it was a thing of when we did catch it 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 was a much larger issue than 
Yeah, we initially thought. Well, I, I initially thought. Yeah, uh, I mean, I remember uh, the ascent, which is the first area of the expansion mm-hmm. content uh, that had serious frame rate problems because yep. it was like two million polygons on screen. It was all time. the the new photo, awesome looking photogrammetry, yes, and it was box. beautiful looking. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but like it was beautiful because it was like high poly models mm. everywhere. Mm. Basically, anything over a million, you're gonna be. Someone's going to talk to you about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, here's my low poly version <laughs> from this 10 million, 100 million polygons down to 1 million. There, this is great. Yeah, yeah. That was a um, hard expansion to work on as well. Just lots and lots and lots to keep I track of. I liked it, man. I, 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 I liked it from a. It, it kind of put people in. Uh, in, it in people very... into new new areas. I thought was. Yeah, you saw people working in in ways that you kind of didn't before. It was, yeah, it was very high tension, that kind of thing. Yes, there was also some of that too. Um, uh, I I also I got to do the patch notes this time. Ooh, and so that was it was the longest patch notes we've ever done. Fourteen. Sneak in any Easter eggs in the patch notes? Yeah, a yeah? couple. Yeah. Oh, nice. Some, some dumb if you, jokes. If you in there. read the first three letters of each line it's the it says referral. Nick is really it's, cool it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever no never mind <laughs> um, so what have you guys been playing so Vern, let's start with you uh, quite, quite a few games Yo, okay um, I uh, <laughs> I Hellblade shit I've been telling everyone about Hellblade up, Hellblade what's Hellblade Sinewa's Sacrifices Ninja Theory's uh, latest game these guys worked on, uh, shit, Journey to West. Fuck, what was that game? Oh, uh, Enslaved. Yes, Enslaved. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Heavenly Sword. Oh, okay. This is their first, um, shit, ga- game in a long time. It's you their know, first since, shit game? <laughs> it's their first, like, Gen 8 video game. Okay. And, and they worked really closely with, uh, uh, Epic, uh, Unreal 4. Yeah. For, for this game, they they did a lot of mocap, facial capture kind of stuff as well. Yeah, um, really good. Cool. I, yeah, dude looks uh, that that character. Yeah, looks fucking badass. I've I've watched like some video of it um, because I was I was I'm probably gonna get it, but I think I I think the reason I didn't get it was like it seemed a little like expensive. Mm. What? Yeah, isn't it like fifty bucks or something? I think it's like thirty dollars. Is it? Oh, well, maybe yeah. I get it then. It's not. It's not. Yeah, like the price is not. Definitely not an issue. Yeah. Um, especially with the themes that they explore. Right. She yeah. Ex- this, uh, you, the protagonist is mentally ill. She's hearing voices. Mm. But also the way they explore it is fantastic. You hope, I was hoping that they explored certain areas of, of the mental state. And right. they did. And they did it oh, that's really cool. well. That's cool. Um, complete environments are just, uh, on Steam, F12 is like the, Screenshot capture button. Oh yeah. yeah, dude! I snapped up so much freaking images. Nice. I, I was blown away. I was I was yelling at my monitor, the, the, <laughs> like with, because the the, the visuals are so is this good. Way, when when you were talking about how they explored mental illness, mm. was that one of the ways they yeah, made you yell they, at your they monitor? They put it right on you. Yeah, <laughs> um, but so I was just now like mentally ill. Uh, I was swearing because I was blown away by the okay. the crap they were doing. They are, it's it's real. I'm really impressed. And if you're a if you're an artist, I've been recommending every yeah, artist that's, like at work pick it up. That's that's cool, man. Because like, yeah, I was really thinking about getting this from what I what I saw, but I was like, ah, 
maybe I'm, I'll maybe I'll wait till I hear more about it and mm. like from what you say it, it it sounds it's it's not a long game. Um, is it a walk? Okay, here's a question: Is it a walking simulator? Because what I saw looked bit. very much like a walking simulator. Yeah, a little bit. So, okay, but it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, most walking simulators the, are. The puzzles are interesting. Uh, one like I I couldn't care for the combat. I just right. got on easy, went through the, co- the puzzles. The combat seemed uh, not really the, the main focus of the game. It yeah. seemed like it was just there to be like a bit of a gateway or something. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I, I really just don't get But it's cool. Like um, monster design is, is nice. They, they have like wear on them. So as, as you slash and oh, these yeah. things, you'll see slashes on them. Oh, wait, do they not have like, they don't have a health bar? Um, is it all like visual? You see that you're yeah, bloodying someone, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, he's he's must be getting getting low now." Yeah, dude, they do creepy shit. I, I'll I'll just say at the end, there, there's just some oh man, like cool. character movement and environment, uh, and environmental effects kind of go together, and it okay. does some creepy stuff. Where I'll I'll get like hair standing up on my neck, like oh, that wow. that kind of creepy feeling yeah. because of the movement. Ooh, but then man. it's like. I, I guess the way I'll, I'll, I'll describe it is if you've seen like a train wreck kind of coming in, like about to happen sort yeah. of thing, and it plays through and you just can't look away. Yeah. But then it's this creepy thing of like, it's it's alien, like this this weird thing. Sensi- it's an like, alien train. <laughs> it's this alien train. It's a person. Like, <laughs> I think your metaphor has gone completely <laughs> yeah, off the rails. <laughs> I think. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's try to start again. Train I don't want to spoil the train wreck. Right. I, I don't want to spoil the thing. You're saying that the the movement was so captivating and creepy that yeah. it's so creepy. Was it okay? So it's like so realistic that you can actually get like that weird uncanny like movement that you'd see in like some horror movies kind of thing. It kind of yeah. But then, like, like it's like so a, realistic that it's like, this is weird. Yeah. This looks, so, it looks okay, unrealistic. I'll, I'll, I'll describe it. <laughs> well, thing. yeah, maybe. Actually, it's so realistic <laughs> that it looks unrealistic. And, you go, and, and that freaks you out. Your uncanny value. Right yeah. No. Okay. I'll, I'll describe a, a thing. Um, huge dude in the distance. Yeah. Right. P- like a pale dude. Right. Black eyeballs. Oh. Okay. So creepy. Yeah. But it's moving weird. Yeah. Like horror movie type. Like movements. not natural, right? Not yes. the way a normal human being would move. It's like in a squat position. Yeah. It's kind of looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it does a, like it's it's huge. And then it does this sudden movement and you're just looking at it and then the freaking environment like spins. Oh, up. wow. So yeah, um, it's, it's done really well. Yeah. I love it. Pick it up. Shit. I will. Have you played... <laughs> Actually, uh, Amnesia, no Dark Descent. No, I would never play that game. Why? Uh, because it's it's way too creepy. Ah, see, I was I was gonna ask because this it sounds like you enjoyed the creepiness of this game. Mm. So, uh, why why do you think that Amnesia would be too creepy for you? I, I've heard stories about Amnesia, things of like running into a cupboard and you've just got yep. like a lighter or something or a torch, and then you're just yeah, hiding from a monster. Never, you don't have any any way to fight back. Yep. it's all about hiding and running and they have uh really great sound design in that i think like yes because i i've had it installed on my computer for like four <laughs> years and uh-huh. i haven't played it Shit. but i've always i always look at it go maybe 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 soon Man, i always rag on like immersion in video games but 
horror horror games really mess me up. <laughs> it's horror movies mess me up too. Horror horror games like when they're done really well, I think they're even better than um than movies because you're the one yeah. doing the shit. Yeah. Like at, watching a movie, you can at least be like, I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I what always a, I, I struggle with horror movies because usually characters are making bad decisions. Yeah, and then like. Well, You're like, don't do that. Of course don't get in the car with that yeah. guy. Don't, uh, don't I think stay someone's in the house. going out. I think I saw someone outside. I'm going to go by myself. Yeah. Like, I, no, don't all right, go by let's, yourself. Let's split up. No, no don't. Why would you split <laughs> up? Do that? There's no point in the splitting <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. You need, a, you, need to, you need to make a horror movie where there is a guy that keeps saying that. And then he dies in a horrible way. And you're like, no, that's the guy I related to the most. Yeah. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. Um, uh, what have you been playing, Blake? Um, oh man, uh, you uh, had you had some time. Uh, hold off. on, there's there's actually something else I wanted to uh, ask about oh, yeah, uh, your game and then um, my game. Yeah, yeah, your, your game that <laughs> you worked on. Yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, what's it called? Hellblade. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard that they've got some really interesting way of dealing with death and saving your game saves or something like that. Um, shit. I'm I'm just gonna say like th there's been a lot of controversy controversy about that yeah that's bullshit like i don't know what it means yeah in terms of like gameplay or and whatever. What, what is it exactly do you i don't know i, I never you i never I, died I, yes. I, I died a whole bunch of times yeah and it and my save was fine oh, okay like because that's what i've heard like if you die too much it deletes your save i know but and people were talking about that like it was this thing of like don't buy the game because this happened yeah yeah and i did not understand it i, yeah. I don't get it how many times do you think you died 10-ish oh see that's heaps like that's yeah yeah, but, but also, people hear like, that and they're like, "Oh, what? I probably can only die three times, and then that's my game deletes itself from my hard drive." <laughs> but like, it's a good experience. Yeah, it's like if it happened, it it didn't happen to me. Yeah, but it's it's good. It it is is it true that it shows on your character how many times you've died? Like, I think I heard that there's like some black yeah. like like corruption thing creeping up her arms, and the more times you die, the more that sort of takes her. Over a body? Yeah, there is something there. I I never, never noticed. Had what? Well, you see it. Oh, okay. But I I don't know what that game mechanic is. Right. And how it plays out. I ne I never died that. So you're too good. You're too good at the game. <laughs> well, I I played it on easy. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the way to go. Because I didn't care about combat. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. It looks like the kind of game where it's. I mean, it looks like a real nice walking simulator from what I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that as like a bad thing. <laughs> like it looks really great. And what, what isn't a walking? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's that thing of like uh, your your Mario the game Kart. is an experience, not like <laughs> not like the game is a bunch of boss battles or something mm. like that. You know, it's like so having it on easy doesn't really change that experience and probably makes it better. Like like imagine playing if uh, if Firewatch had a hard mode mm. where every time you like didn't propelled down a, a rock face you you died or something like it was right there's a bear that just appears and yeah you can't fight and, back and you just gotta run and it's like yeah. this is not this is Actually, that not good. good for the game <laughs> i don't know that sounds pretty fun <laughs> you want some permadeath in, it's uh, inside of a giant castle and there's like madness oh i'm just describing it. i need you now um, yeah or, or you find like a big uh, crow's nest and you gotta like crouch down on it for like 15 <laughs> uh, minutes and then, God, I and hate then that you stuff. have access to a whole another level Makes me so angry. I, I, I just don't like how people brought that up as a knock against the game. 
walking simulator? No, the the whole oh the save thing. Y- but yeah, yeah. This is this is the way. I mean, this is just how it works now. Like, if there is a negative part of your product, it doesn't really matter what it is. There's going to be a group of people who fixate on that as the reason they don't like it. Right. Like the um, for example, I had a friend who, uh, when I told him I was working on Path of Exile, he was like. I hate that game because you can't respect your characters. Well, and I was like, "Well, you can. It just takes a little while." He's like, "No, but that's dumb. You should just be able to respect them whenever." Is this a WoW player? Uh, he he did play WoW, I believe. Yeah, but I'm, so like I enough said. It's just, but that's it's, it's a taste thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And and then you know if if enough people are like, "Oh, but you can't respect your character," well, no, it, uh, you're missing the point. Like it's part of a broader bunch of systems mm. like there's a reason there's good reasons you don't want to respect your character mm. um but they'll fixate on that and that'll become their sort of yeah battle cry yeah it, yeah i mean the, the rallying cry I guess. yeah a, a friend of mine just had had well he said the same thing when i was praising the game i was like dude like i don't recommend games normally you should pick up this game you know and he's like oh it's only eight hours oh and this, right and this yeah, thing yeah. happens to your save and i'm like it like these aren't not. These aren't bad. Things. Yeah, yeah. These aren't yeah. bad. These an eight-hour game. Like, man, that sounds now. great. I can, I can actually play that. I can finish it because otherwise, I'm still playing the fucking Witcher. Like two <laughs> years, two or three years, like after it's come out. Yeah. <laughs> on on that note, walking simulators and on the Witcher, let's talk about the other open-world game that you've been playing. <laughs> oh, what No Man's Sky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you remember my talk about? Um, that the ARG, the ARG, yeah. Yep. So, so that that came true. What they, they it came, the <laughs> ARG came true. Yes. Well, what what they said, well, what they were hinting at that there would be a release in August uh, happened, and it was like a big, it was it was like a quite a big uh, update. So there's like a rudiment, like a very basic sort of multiplayer in there, which mm. is kind of like I haven't I, ha- I haven't met anyone in the game because it's too big, um, but. Uh, it's it sounds like it's sort of like Dark Souls type thing where you'll see people fading uh, in, fade and, in and and fade out and you'll you'll I think it said you'll see up to like sixteen people around you okay and they show up as like these balls of light that are just sort of like floating around that sounds real dumb <laughs> yeah, look it's no man's sky it's no man's sky it <laughs> right. is real dumb you mean, you mean the game that where they were like oh yeah you could tell you'll, you'll you'll if you find another player you'll just be able to play with them. Yeah, but you probably you probably never meet anyone. You'll never right. Oh, it's too so late. This is- and then within the first day, they're like two people met, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Talking about things that people like latch onto to complain about, I oh. would say the claims of multiplayer in that game is a totally valid reason to not get that game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, because it was an advertised thing that would be. It was a feature. It was a feature that was talked about and talked about and like, claimed a lot, and even to the point where, like, on the days on on the on the games released, it wasn't, he's like, oh yeah, can't believe two people have found each other already or whatever. And they're like, well, no, they haven't. Like, yeah, they're in the same um, spot, but yeah. But, um, I mean, but now they'd see a glowing ball of light and be yeah. like, Hey, that's a player. Can, can you can do you, anything yeah. with it? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's so <laughs> dumb. Yeah. But you can't do anything with the, the phantoms you see in, in dark souls. You just see them run by and go, Whoa. Yeah. I also, a player. I mean, that's, but you you get to see what they, I mean. Dark Souls is a little different because yeah. that can give you a warning. Like I, I'm not. You know, I'm not no like huge Dark Souls fan. Yeah. But I think that's actually a pretty good system. That is a game that where those give you context clues of the dangers around you. Yeah, yeah. 
but like in No Man's Sky, it's all procedurally generated. Yeah. And then, like, like I'm not, I'm not gonna, ta- I'm not gonna sit here and try know. to tell you that it's the greatest game ever now, like, because <laughs> it's not. So it's let me, still, let me ask still, you, why, why are you still playing? Okay, here, here's the thing. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Give me the thing. Stephen, I'll give Where you the thing. It? I'll give you the thing. It's point, right here. Point to the thing. It's, here it is. <laughs> here it is. Yeah. Um, so some people play like Path of Exile or Diablo as the game that they just chill out, right? They'll, they'll put yep. music on, they'll put a podcast on, they'll put an audio book or a TV show yeah. on. Meditative. And yeah, yeah. That is why I'm, that is my, uh, No Man's Sky is my game for that. So, so it's a game that I ca- I don't have to think too much about. I can just chill out and play and, and see some see some planets, see some monsters, do some stuff, fly around. You you enjoy the exploration. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna blow your mind here. No, a whole sure. world out there that you can just wander around. Yeah, in. and I've done that. I've walked all over the place. I'm sick I of it. <laughs> I I I did something similar with Minecraft for a little while. Yeah, but I mean Minecraft has a lot of cool stuff. You Minecraft can do in it. you. As well. I mean, you you make projects basically. Yeah, in Minecraft. and that's um, I quite like that. Yeah, and I, I I enjoyed that as well. Like I played a lot of Minecraft and and that, but like I don't know, No Man's Sky. I just you you just sort of zone out, and when you don't want to think too hard about a game, that's what you that's what you play. All right, and they've they've so they've this update has added like quite a few decent things like that. That multiplayer thing. Yeah, balls of light. That's, that's, I mean, it's better. Look, it's wow. better than what they had, which Damn, is nothing. guys. <laughs> Mind blowing. <laughs> um, and they've, uh, they've added like, uh, missions. So you can like go to like this guy and he'll give you like missions to go destroy stuff. It's a bit MMO ish type missions, like kill 10 monsters, Ooh. collect some, some resources, Amazing. uh, fight some pirates, which is actually quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a reputation system with the factions that you build up. Uh, from doing things like just interacting with them, um, trading with them, doing those missions, um, and uh, I mean, there's base building stuff that was added like a while back, uh, and they've or they've also added uh, a new sort of story, a uh, bunch of new story missions, um, which seems to also be centered around these like the portals that are actually like working now. The, port- uh, the, the portals that you, the stargates that you find on these planets. Yeah, yeah, and it's got the full on like stargate dial thing. Okay, and and there's like you you so you sort of have to like f- I haven't done it because it's it, I'm not at that point yet, and I probably won't be for a long time. Sure, but you sort of basically have to figure out the right like you have to figure out the right phone number for these things, these God. locations, and then yeah. you go there. Yeah. But you can go there in your ship anyway, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, as part of the uh, main story, you do go through a portal. Okay. And you end up on, like, a world. And it seems like everyone ends up on the same planet. But so it's like a bunch a, of glowing balls. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like a different sort of biome that any you've ever seen before. And it's, right. it's kind of interesting. And then you're, like, sucked back out. And you so you only see a glimpse of it. Okay. And so it's kind of like a bit of a carrot on a stick to be like, hey, you yeah. want to see this again? Go open up a portal. Go, go open up a portal and there's like a whole thing you have to do for it. But And, and you haven't done it? I haven't done it. And, and I'm how probably, long were you playing for? Oh, fucking ages. <laughs> I don't know. So I guess my question, my next question is, <laughs> how do they expect you to do it? Were you trying to do it? Um, well, I, th- I think you'll end up uh, 
kind of doing it uh, through the main story. And I got to a point where the main story where to progress, I had to craft this thing. And to basically to craft that, I got to go through all the base building stuff. So you got to like slowly, you like learn br- blueprints and like, yeah. and then you got to figure out how to make the thing to make the thing to make the thing kind of thing <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Never write a manual. <laughs> just, but look, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you it's a great game. Uh-huh. I'm just saying I I enjoyed it because it was like after the craziness of like 3.0 coming yeah, out, no, it was like a good meditative. game to just like chill out yeah. and play for like a week ish. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> and I haven't. I basically haven't played it in like three weeks. But it was, uh-huh. and I I don't know when I'm going to go back to it, but. It was it was a good relaxing time. Like that's the thing. It's a relaxing time and it's meditative. Meditative. What have you? What else have you been playing? Um, I uh, I played a bit of like Witcher, but I mean we've talked a lot about that <laughs> at length. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm I, I've like I think I must have mentioned I finished like the main story quite a while back, and I. I don't think so. Okay, well I finished the main story quite a while back. Okay, uh, <laughs> and I'm on like the 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 second DLC now, and that is like that's a that's a whole game in itself it's it's so massive it's ridiculous like it's gonna take me another year to get through it so oh. that's it but um <laughs> but the game i've actually like uh kind of want to talk about is uh tyranny i've been playing uh playing that quite a bit what's tyranny uh it's a do you remember um pillars of eternity yep yeah it's their next game the other poe yeah the other poe yeah you know the other poe yeah yep. uh so tyranny is like um one of those old school like RPG type things from, you know, like a like a what are they called? Icewind Dale and one of the Baldur's Gate style. Yeah, one of the Baldur's yeah. Gate style, but in, in like you know modern with modern conveniences. Sure. Um, and the thing is, like, it's made by the same people that made uh, Pillars of Eternity, and I played a little bit of Pillars of Eternity, but couldn't. I just I couldn't really get into it. Okay. Um, like I I I don't know. It it, it was. It was a. Uh, I don't know the the setting. I guess didn't really like hook me or anything in that game. But in Tyranny, man, the setting I I really really like it because you it it's set in a world where uh like the big bad guy won, okay, and he he controls this entire like continent and you are part of his army and part of his like like uh, hierarchy structure of like. Um, of like uh, like generals and 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 governors and all this right. kind of so stuff. So you're you're a Nazi in, in <laughs> well. Hitler's... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Doesn't seem that bad. Okay, <laughs> but like you you are you are like um, trying to suppress a rebellion of uh-huh. these pe- of these people that basically want to have the, their country back to themselves. And you're yeah, like, so you're a stormtrooper. Yeah, kind of. Well, you're more of a. Um, what what were they called? Like Gestapo. Okay, <laughs> you're more of a Gestapo agent. Yeah. Um, but like I that that's that's like a really interesting setting to me because I I'm pretty sure I've not played a game that where the bad guy wins where the bad guy wins like that. And you expect you totally expect it to be like, oh, you'll you'll eventually overthrow him or something like that. You'll start your own rebellion. But the way the game is going, it seems like, no, you're just like fully... You're just, you're just working for him. Yeah, you're just fully working for him. You're not trying to supplant him or anything. Like, he's he's in charge and he's been in charge for a long time and that ain't going to change. Wow. Um, but it's... it's um, Yeah, like, so the setting is really 
cool. And um, they do this whole like uh, your your main sort of thing is uh, you're trying to get these two armies of this overlord uh, to work together, and they both really don't like each other, even though they're on the same side. But they've got two different like philosophies of basically how to how to be evil, how to be evil. Yeah. Um, and you are like the the moderator sure. that you've you've been coming uh, to like um, like get the like get the uh, like put this rebellion down sure because uh, these armies were sent in like years ago and it, they've sort of stalled out because they keep bickering amongst themselves okay and so you're coming to try to like sort it all out yeah and you've only got a, a short amount of time to do that because this overlord has cut this this is not a spoiler it's in the first like few few minutes of, the, of well the now game. i know what happens <laughs> in the first few minutes yeah um but it, but he's What's the point the overlord has like basically gotten sick of these guys taking yep. so long because it's been years and uh he's cast this like spell on this whole like area that it will just completely explode basically in seven days if you guys don't sort your shit out and so you've got a timeline to try to like sort out their problems and like help them like get this rebellion put let, down let me ask you a question put yourself in the shoes of that evil overlord yeah you have the power to blow up an area, yeah. Basically, yeah. Any area you want, yeah. Why are you putting down this rebellion in the first place? Well, you don't want to blow cool? up the area because you want the you want. There are towns and villages and stuff in there that are like generating you income and or whatever or okay. money or whatever. Like you don't want to. You don't like the thing with. So the, uh, but now he is. Well, yeah, because he's he's he, it's he's using it as a motivator, <laughs> right? But he could have done that ages ago. Well, yeah, but he didn't. He did it now. Okay, <laughs> so, All right, sure. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, <laughs> I forgot what I'm talking about. Um, Sorry, it just seems weird to me. Like, well, why would you wait that long? Just do the thing. Well, he, he's, he's, look, I don't know. I'm not in the head of a great overlord. <laughs> not yet. Like, he's, <laughs> he's got, he's probably got his own problems. He's a busy guy. He's got a whole, like, empire to worry about. He's got other places to blow up. Yeah, he's got other places to blow up. He's probably blowing up other places on the other side of the planet. Like, yeah. he's, he's sent, He's he's told his these uh, armies go sort out that rebellion. Yeah, they've been taking too long, and he's like, "All right, now if you don't sort it out, I'm going to blow up this whole place." Like, sure, you know, um, and, yeah, and uh, I don't know. It's it's <laughs> is it good? It, it it's just it it's really good. I okay. like I, I like the setting, and I mean the game the gameplay is like that standard. Um, old school RPG that it used to be and you've yep. got like your party members and you meet different people and they've all got different skills and things like that and it's it, it's cool but like that story has really hooked me like more so than Pillars did. Cool. Because P- Pillars just seemed like the standard um, you are some sort of chosen one kind of thing. Right. And this is like you're not you're, you're not chosen one you're just like you're just a guy that um the overlord chose to go and deal with this problem. You're just his hired. Yeah. Man. You're, you're yeah. kind of just like, you're not even his right hand man. You're just, you're, you're so, you're One so of, far yeah. below this guy. Like, and, and the thing, yeah. And you really, um, like dealing with those two factions, you really do kind of slip into this like weird role of like, these guys are your equals, like in the standing of the, the, the hierarchy of this, like this empire. Sure. These guys are technically your equals because their boss is your is your boss like you're right. all working for the same boss sure and so you're not like trying to you're, you're not, not you're not doing quests to like get their approval to like um 
you know, get them on your side or anything like that. You're, you, a lot of the options are you telling them to get shit done. Otherwise, like our, our boss is going to kill us kind of right. thing, you know? Um, and I, I don't know. I really like that. I just, <laughs> cool. I just like that, that you're not like this chosen one. You're just some guy. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Let me know how it goes. I will. You said it, is it out now or is it? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is it's it it's been out release? for like probably like six months. Oh, okay. It's been out for a while. Okay. I've been thinking of getting it for a while, and then uh, it just took a few people telling me, like, no, this is actually, like, really good. Because right. I, I, I mean, a lot of people like Pillars of Eternity, but I, you know, I, I, I couldn't get into that, even though people have been telling me it's great. I'm like, look, I tried it. It's right. It's not that great to me. Uh, another game had a big expansion come out. Hearthstone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Knights of the Fro- Thro- Frozen Throne. Right. Uh, so, like, a Lich King-themed expansion. What I thought was very interesting about this was they... Uh, do you remember a while ago how they used to release these adventures? Yep. And you'd spend 30 bucks or whatever it is, and you'd get four or five rounds or chapters of, of these adventures that they'd release week after week. Um, and then they said, we're not doing that anymore. And I was like, dang, because that's the only thing I've spent money on in that game. <laughs> um so with Knights of the Frozen Throne, they released an adventure alongside it for free. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really cool. So that's their. Is that you think that's what they're going to do from now on? Like they're uh, not. They're not going to do the whole like. I don't know that it's going to be every expansion. Okay. They didn't do it for the Ungoro Crater one that came out earlier this year, and I don't. I don't think they have plans to do it for whatever comes out later uh. this year. Or I, I assume there's going to be at least one more. Um, but uh, they did it for this one, and it was pretty good. It was like know six or seven something like that so a bunch of different like little challenges and uh pretty fun and really sort of normal hearthstone on the nose humor Hmm. uh and they did something kind of neat which uh you fight the lich king in your final battle and the class that you choose determines to some degree that how the fight is played out um normally you know you you, your opponent has a certain rule set and you build your deck to try and beat them. It doesn't really... Either you play as any class you want with any deck you want, you just try and figure out how to beat them, mm-hmm. or you are given a specific deck and you play that with the specific class they've chosen for you or it's like pseudo-class or whatever it is. Like they, they've, you're in the body of a of a character in some, to, just to some degree or whatever. Um, in this, you... Uh, the the first thing the Lich King does is like some special move which changes the dynamic of the fight for the rest of the fight. Mm. So, for example, if you're playing as a mage, he lowers your health to one immediately. Oh my god! Right. So now you have to like deal with that, and you build your deck around the fact that you're always so you deal that with basically. deal with that for one turn because you're gonna die. Exactly. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. And you start you start on like no life, and you try and work your way mm. up, and you try and beat him. Um, if you play it as a warrior, first thing he does is give himself a hundred armor. Oh my god! <laughs> so, like it's it's really kind of a cool little yeah. twist, and that completely it's an interesting way of like it's they they only do one change to the encounter, hmm. but it completely changes the encounter. Hmm. Uh, and so I really liked that. It, it that is we at Grinding Gear Games are sort of known for our clever u- reuse of game mechanics, and we cleverly reuse assets, and we do this sort of stuff. We try and develop things cheap and efficiently and get the most out of the stuff we work on this is a great example of blizzard doing that and that i think is really cool Mm. um 
broadly speaking, the expansion itself is pretty fun. They've done some weird changes to Arena that some people don't like. I'm sort of indifferent about it. But I thought Arena's like your main yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think the changes they made are bad. I don't I I think that there are improvements that they what can did, make. What did they change? Previously in Arena, uh the cards you were handed out were sort of weighted based on the set. The most recent set, like your most recent set would have a, a larger bonus yeah. for cards appearing and your class cards would appear more often. Okay. That sort of thing. Um they've sort of maintained that, I think. But now they've but uh, normally all of the cards are to some degree random. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just weighted. Yeah. So you got a higher chance of getting like Frozen Throne cards or something now, yes. right? Well, we, yeah, I, I, I think you sort of do. I, I'm not. I, I've heard mixed reports about mm-hmm. that in particular. Um, but what they've done now is the first two picks of your arena draft are from a specific subset of cards that are very based on your class that are designed to not really work very well by themselves. Hmm. Okay. They're, they call them synergy picks, basically. Right. The idea being that, like, your first two picks will help you choose the rest of your deck. Right. Right? Yeah. So, for example, um, one of the options is often a 0-3 egg mm-hmm. for, for three mana that, can, when it dies, gives you a 5-5 five, five creature. Yeah. Um, you can't do anything with that unless you have a way to either boost the attack of that egg or kill that egg, or whatever it is. You mm. know, like it's a card that if it, if it lands in your hand and you play it without the some other cards to enable it, it just sits on the board. Yeah, that's it. Um, so you know the the whole idea behind this is now you have these potentially powerful cards that are useless unless you enable them in some way. Look for things to enable them, mm-hmm. except that they don't actually give you ways. That, there's no guarantee that they give you ways to enable them. Yeah. The first two picks only... You're just looking out for ways to do it. And, right. And because it's random, you might not get those ways. Right. And then and you're so like, well, I just got a shitty card that. in my deck. Yeah, exactly. So there's, there are people who are very upset about that. They don't like that yep. you can get sort of screwed, quote-unquote, with yeah. those cards. But everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. So to me, it's like, no, it's not like a big deal. Mm. It's just now you get to show your deck-building ability. Couldn't that wouldn't that happen sometimes without that? Like, you could... Because it's all random, you can end up like with a card and be like, okay, I'm going to try and, you know, create a deck built around this. And then, and then just because it's random, you don't get yes, the thing that you're the time, aiming for anyway. Yeah. So it's to me, it's like they they front loaded some of the choice. In fact, yeah. this is this is arguably you might not me. get a card like before. You might not get the card that you wanted to like like gave you the idea until like halfway through your pick. Exactly. And then you've only got like half a half a deck left right. to like or, hopefully or get the, the cards last five that cards or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, and and and, and sometimes you know you, you end up getting three options none of which are good mm. and you still have to pick them and you, you there's no way to enable it mm. later anyway or whatever, you know. So it's not like this is a, a new problem. This has always been a problem. Yeah. They're just giving you the problem. They're for, giving the problem early point. enough that you can yeah. potentially do make some choices around it. Um but people still don't like this, and I, I understand why I don't 100% agree with them. Um, I think there are improvements to be made, mm-hmm. but I think that this is a healthy change in general for the arena because currently, because of the thing you cited where you can be get offered a synergy pick, quote-unquote, in you know, card 20, mm. and at that point it's too late for you to do anything with it, nor the previously the correct way to like draft an arena deck was just choose the highest base quality card as in like what's got the best stat line 
what's most reliable yeah what is can it can it remove creatures that sort of thing like mm. you're looking for things that are going to provide good tempo or value mm -hmm. by themselves and that's not interesting that means that all cards like you there are rating systems that sort of determine how well these cards sit amongst other cards mm -hmm. in those in those ways like is it good value is it good tempo and uh there are tools that will like show you those ratings in the game and you can just follow those tools so that what ends up happening is the people who use these tools all have approximately similar decks and that just means like yeah. you're, you're playing against yourself a bunch yeah and that's kind of dull so i like that they've created a system where you now have a reason to look for weirder picks mm. and try and get value out of cards that you had no choice but to mm. take um, how would you like you you say it could do with some improvements still yes. how how would you improve that um i think some of the choices some of the synergy picks they've taken are odd i think the egg example for example right. is is one that's odd there are certain classes for which that's quite easy to enable like paladin has mm -hmm. tons and tons of ways to buff eggs um uh and then there are lots of classes where it's a little harder and some classes where it's just like i would never none of the cards that i that would work on this would would be any good any hmm. in any other way you know um i think that what they should be doing is providing the enablers first right so for example if i'm playing a if I wanted to play a paladin, yep. uh, offer me buff cards and offer me like uh, maybe like adapt cards or something like that. Offer me things that are like uh, that play around a theme um, for which I can later build into yep. from the opposite end. That, that way I'm not I don't have a dead card mm. in my hand if I don't get offered the enablers yeah, later. Uh, then, then you just have like cards that aren't as op like being used as optimally as they could be but can right. still be used. Um, and I also think that they should have, they they have this way of of waiting cards in the background, right? You know, you have, you're offered current expansion cards more yeah. often than non. You got offered class cards more often than non class cards, that sort of thing. I'm so sure when I was buying packs that they were offering me um, cards for classes I'd never played to be <laughs> like, hey, why don't you play this? And I'm it's, I'm just it's, like, no, I don't want. That. It's possible they do have waitings for opening packs as well, yeah. at least as far as rarities go. At, at, at I think pack forty five or something like that, you're guaranteed a legendary. Really? Yeah. There's there is what? a um, increasing chance of getting a legendary until the point where you are guaranteed. Are these stats like written down somewhere? It's like all right. Yeah, at, at forty five, you get this. At like yeah, one hundred and two, you get this. <laughs> yeah, like you're guaranteed to get like an epic every like ten packs. Or something wow. Like that. Um, and it's not like every forty packs you get one, but if you haven't got one by your fortieth pack, you get one. Oh wow. You know. So they do have ways to manage these sorts of things. Why not have a thing? Okay, you've picked up an egg. The weighting of buff cards has just gone up. Yeah. You know, or the weighting of ways to enable that egg has just mm. gone up. Like, there are ways that you can sort of slowly skew players towards certain archetypes in interesting ways that don't, like, make every arena deck feel the same and don't make it feel like you've made a bad choice early on. Mm. So I would like them for them to have a sort of, like, pick modifier or something it, it, they could even make it visible you know mm. like when you pick this egg you get you are guaranteed a buff card later or or you know um 10 more buff cards will appear or something like that mm. and now you're not required to pick one but it will appear at least 
You know, that's what I would like. I would mm-hmm. like for your picks early on to in some way help determine what appears later as opposed to help you choose what later mm. from whatever appears. Mm. Does that make sense? A little bit. <laughs> that was a, that was a long rant about that, that was my hearthstone. Uh why did they do this pick method? There's another way to do it, rant. Uh but let's let's talk about Path of Exile a little bit cuz I mean we had we launched this expansion. It's been about a month, a little less. Uh people like it. People had mixed feelings about Harbinger League. I say mixed. It was mostly negative from what we could see, though. Uh, uh, there's always, you know, people who don't, don't speak up. Yeah. The vocal minority is the whole. Yep. Huh. Um, what, 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 what was so negative about it? Well, so the league is Harbinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Harbinger, there are these dudes who appear and summon monsters and, and buff them and, and do skills and try and kill you and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And... You can't harm them, but you can harm the things that they summon. And mm-hmm. when you harm the, when you kill the things that they summon, they lose health. Like the the summoners lose health. Okay. Um, so there's uh, people are upset that, or at least they were initially upset that they didn't feel rewarding enough. Um, now this, I think it's important to keep in mind that this came off of the back of Legacy League, which is probably the most rewarding league we've ever done by a huge margin. Items were just falling from the sky, basically, in Legacy. Um, and that was... Legacy was off of the back of Breach, which was one of the most popular leagues we've ever done, and also very rewarding. Mm-hmm. So we had two very, very rewarding, very popular leagues back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see a similar phenomenon in games like Magic the Gathering, where sets get more and more powerful, and then at some point they pull back that power, mm-hmm. and that set... that the the set where they pull the power back is often not that popular, but it's important to create a new power baseline so that you have room to grow or room to move around for the rest of the next few sets. Mm-hmm. And we've, I think uh, Harbinger is a little bit of that for us. Mm. We've pulled back the rewards a little bit mm. so that we have a little more wiggle, wiggle room. Mm. Um, and I, th- I think players just are, are not enjoying that. Right. I think though, like, the time to do an, a, a league like that is when we have this giant expansion. Because it's just... Yes. Like, it, there's so much stuff that a league that's not as impressive as the last one... Yes. Kind, kind of... Harbinger is, by design, not meant to be too intrusive. Yeah. Because you've got, like, six story acts. We don't want you to be, like completely distracted from the story and like or getting lost in new areas mm. because you've never been to these areas before and suddenly there's a harbinger there and he's like making you run all over the place and now you don't know what you're meant to be doing mm. the whole point of harbinger league was to provide an extra layer that would not um make your playthrough too like would not distract you too much during that yeah, during your full yeah. playthrough um but that's i think and I, I think that's important for some players and less important for others. There, mm. are, there is a, a lot like, you know, our streamers and the people who have played for years. All they care about is getting to maps and they're pretty good at navigating random mm. areas just because they, you know, they have their map open all the time. They travel, use travel skills all over the place they're really quick. Uh, and so the fact that when they hit maps and Harbingers weren't like spewing forth tons of treasure is upsetting to them. And I get that. Uh, and we... Did, made some changes, try to make them a little more rewarding. 
Um, but I, I, I think that at its core, Harbinger is just going to be less rewarding. And I, I think people are a little upset about that. You know, when you were describing it, I thought people were upset that you can just outright kill the guy that was summoning monsters. Oh, no. Not so much? No, 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 no. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. No. Well, I think the thing is, like, the streams I've seen... Yeah. They just kill everything in seconds anyway. So oh, right. because somebody, some some monster took two seconds to kill instead of one second, I don't think uh, anybody yeah, notices. Yeah. Well, the harbingers are a little different because they are to some degree uh, reined in by the rate that they summon monsters. Yeah, they can only be harmed by killing the monsters they summon. And so, um, when you kill all the monsters they summon and they still have life left, and they have to summon more monsters, there is a delay. Mm. And so that can be frustrating. Mm. Uh, um, we've seen similar. Uh, opinions about previous mechanics like mm -hmm. um to to quote the worst offender here it was uh phylacteral link right where a single monster out of a pack would be vulnerable at any given time hmm. people hated that because they want to just kill the monsters mm. um and so there's all i think there's it's it's a it's not nearly as bad as phylacteral link but there's a you know there's this unique monster that you can't harm and there's no monsters around it to kill, yeah. you have to wait for him to do his thing so you right. can kill it. And yeah, that can be a little frustrating. That would be annoying. Um, what are the conversations like for the new league? Is it, should we, should we double down on this thing? Should we take should we take this item reward system right back? Oh. <laughs> you know, for, we've for already that, went back on a little bit. one? <laughs> the, the one that we can't at all talk about? Yeah, that one? <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> that, like, here, here's an idea, Nick. Yeah. Coming from an artist. Yeah. D double down on this, yo. <laughs> double down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want me to KFC double down? Uh, yeah, no, no meat. I mean, uh, the next league sponsor. <laughs> no rewards. <laughs> no, no loot. No, ex no loot. No experience. Hear me out, Nick. Hear yeah. me out. You, you completely rebase the whole. <laughs> okay. No, it's it's not a good idea. Really. No, I agree. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no. Uh, we can't talk about the next league. Of, of course, of course. I, I was shitting on what was just said. Yep. Nope. I got it. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, people. Other broadly speaking, people like the axe. There is there are some opinions that uh, a lot of feedback is, is that like acts nine and ten feel unfinished. Ooh, those are the two acts that weren't in beta, and also, um, yeah, <laughs> there we we removed some stuff from it mm. that wasn't incomplete. So those are sort of unfinished. Yeah, we're working, guys. We're we're. we're Trying to yeah, we with this stuff coming. I don't think we can talk about it, but um, there is stuff coming. I, I thought think. ten had a lot in it, although I haven't I haven't gotten near ten yet, so I don't know. But yeah, ten uh, art wise, I thought ten had a lot of stuff. It, it there is a lot of stuff, but it's uh, keeping in mind that like you see quite a lot of the stuff in Act Ten in Act Five. That's true. It's uh, just more. Yeah, it, more it bodies, more blood, more, more rivers of yeah, gore. Exactly. Uh, are you playing it? Uh, I I I played a little bit of it, but I didn't get. I I'm only like halfway through Act Three. Shit. Yeah. Um. Well, I thought it was really cool. We when we launched, we had a whole bunch of variety streamers playing. Uh, variety streamers are are like Twitch streamers who play a, a range of games as hmm. opposed to you know like the Ziggy D's who play yeah mm -hmm. almost entirely Path of Exile or Comparians who play. Oh, so were they? playing path of exile for the first time yeah a lot of them were yeah that's that's the the twitch streams that i was like trying to look for were people being like first first time playing poe because i want to see that genuine reaction yeah because like, watching ziggy d is fine but like he um he was probably playing in beta i'm pretty sure so going yes. through areas 
you're not getting his first impressions right. of it anymore. Um, so I watched uh, a guy called Co Carnage. Oh, I watched him. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Well, he's very entertaining. Yeah, but uh, he used the he went through the tutorial that I worked on. Right, and that was really enjoyable seeing. I, oh, I got to yeah, watch yeah. people doing the tutorial stuff that I worked on, and then uh, he used the tutorial panel later. Nice, which is the like the big feature that I'd been working on for the last like month yep. or two. Before the expansion, actually, that's out. right. I remember there was a point he scrolled through it and was like, "This is fantastic." Yeah, he was like, "This is this videos." Yeah. Oh wow, this is great. And then he went on a different podcast and started talking about oh, really? how much he loved it. And I was that's like, "That's great." Yeah. The tutorial, yeah. Oh, dude, specifically the tutorial panel. He's like, they put so much work into it. I was like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I I like that guy because he. Like it did say like first time playing POE and he got in there and he didn't know anything like figuring out just like, you know, and he's not following a build guide either. No, which he's I think not. Is, is, yeah. I honestly think that's the he best has, way to play. He, he had you know people in the chat telling him some stuff, but he was yeah. really figuring stuff out as he went. And yeah, I, I know most players recommend you follow a build guide the yeah. first time you play. I, I personally think don't follow a build guide, but go in knowing you're going to make another character later. Like, yeah, that's, that's go a good in, point. Play, screw around, put points wherever you want, mm. like wherever you think they should go, get the skills you want to mm. use, and then embrace the fact that like probably around Act 4 or whatever, yeah. you're going to start like sucking and go, I'm going to try again yeah. using the things well, I've you, learned. And you, you can try and respec, right? You can. I mean, it, you can you can respect your points. And yeah, you could, but, but if you've if you've really gone a weird way, like if you've gone heavy into wand damage and you have no wand at all, and you're yes. like a face breaker build, but you've got all these, yeah. you know, it's I had a mate that like I think I must have told you like every five minutes he wanted to change his build, and so his his passive tree was just like all over the place. He had like he had points in like uh, uh, minion like minion damage and all this sort of stuff when he he didn't use minions at all like and he wow. had wand stuff when he was like a marauder with a bow <laughs> yeah yeah and and I was saying to him like no nah, man just just do what you want just like have fun yeah. and figure it out um and I had, my other mate was telling him like no get a build going in, right. in that and uh I mean if you want to be successful in our game you need a build yeah, you need yeah. To, you need a pretty cohesive build but I don't think that success is, should be your first priority the first time you play Bath. No, I think uh, I think of it like um, when you play a 4X game for the first time. Like you play your first city or your first civilization in in Civ is probably going to be the shittiest one you've ever yeah. done. And you're going to lose. Uh, yeah, and you're going to lose. But you'll figure out what to do next. Yeah, the next you'll time see, you oh, these techs work really well. Yeah, yeah, and then the next time you play, you do way better. And that's kind of how builds are, yes. I think. I think approaching Path of Exile like a 4X game to mm. some degree, where it's like, you're committing yeah. to learning for the next yeah. eight hours or whatever. But then if you don't want to do that, if you're like, I don't want to play through it like several times just to figure out how to play well, like then maybe look up a build and be like, okay, yeah. if you're, you know, if, you, if you're a ranger, you probably want like uh, grab a bow, bow. damage. Yeah. Stuff, you know, use a bow. Get yeah. The bow so, so yeah. So do that. You know, yeah. don't, don't go off in a weird other direction. Yeah. I think um, the biggest thing that should should be taught to new players is that like life and defenses matter. Like staying yeah. the things that keep you alive matter yeah, a yeah. lot. But the way like when I first played, like the way I sort of figured that was like, oh man, I'm I'm losing a lot of life. I'm just gonna start focusing on putting more passive points into life. Yeah. And you I just you just sort of organically build your character yes. that way. 
You know, and then you might have some points in things that don't matter, but it's not really that big a deal. Right. Unless you're really getting hardcore into like maps and you're like, I'm, I'm blasting through this stuff. And yeah, I, 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 I agree. Um, but that's a, it's interesting hearing how different people want, how, how they think the best way to first approach Path of Exile is. Mm. Um, and it's important for me because, you know, creating the tutorial and working on the tutorial panel, I have to figure out. Um, what information is actually important yep. to give players yep. and what information is actually going to damage their experience. Because mm. I, I am a firm believer that giving a player access to too much information too early makes the, their experience much, much worse. Oh, yeah. I told you about my experience with Black Desert, right? Uh, it was just throwing all this shit at you, but then also holding your hand. Yeah. So you couldn't yeah. really do anything except yes. what they told you to do, but they presented everything at you at once. Yeah. yeah and it was, it was too overwhelming. Yeah. And I, like, and I also think like giving players complete information is a bad idea. We could, for example, give them exactly how damage is all calculated. Right. And all this, you know, um, well, and actually that's probably a bad example. They should probably know to some degree how damage is calculated. <laughs> um, things like, um, I don't know, uh, all of the currency types. Oh yeah, yeah, you know they don't need to know what a mirror does. Yeah, ever, you, you don't probably. you don't need in the tutorial to have to click. They're going next, next, next for pop ups for right. every single currency yeah. item. Like so, I or or like people wanted, for example, people kept asking for vendor recipes, and I I had been working on one for vendor recipes yep. when they were asking for it, um, and they wanted like all of them basically they right. wanted they wanted thing they wanted the chaos recipe which is like sort of the quote unquote most okay. important one yeah. um which I did not want to give them what I wanted to give them was the chance orb recipe which mm. is the was same as the chaos recipe but lower level right um and so like I think for me at least I think part of what makes path of exile so enjoyable is discovering little secrets like oh high level gear gives you a chaos orb instead of a chance orb mm. um and oh the recipe where you combine like 40 percent quality armor also works for weapons that's mm. cool um discovering that is fun and and gives you a, a closer connection to the game so mm. um working out what i should and shouldn't tell players was was quite tricky yeah because you want them to still have that sense of discovery yes discovery i think yeah. is so important path of exile when you first learn, for example, that you can use currency on chests. On, what, on chests? On strong boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that blows people's minds. And I, Well, like, I think it's, it's, it's good. It's kind of, uh, I, I, I don't want to say obvious, but you have an idea because it, a lot of the strong boxes say unidentified. Yeah. And you're like, I wonder if, <laughs> yeah. if I'll put this over here. And you're like, oh, my God. Did you cover that in the tutorial? I do. Um, I do cover it a little Why bit in the currency tutorial. Mm. Um, but was, was that a hard choice to make? No. That one I felt, because that is a that is a feature that is really cool, mm. um, and when players discover it, mm. um, ha it causes players to look at a lot of other things in a new light. Mm. They look at the rest of their items. They also look at like items they haven't found yet, like maps. Mm. Um they start realizing, oh, currency works on a bunch of stuff. Mm. I should start looking at like what I can do with it. Mm. Um, so giving away that bit of strong box information um, leads players to more discoveries. Figuring out what is going to lead to more discoveries is also quite important for this sort of, or at least I felt that way for the tutorial panel. Giving players, my goal had always been give players enough information for them to uh, engage in any system in the game 
but not enough information that they know how every system works completely. Um, I don't want them to be afraid to try anything, but I don't want them to feel like they don't have to try anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you give them enough information, yeah, so that they know that they can try things. Exactly. That, yeah. Um, and I also specifically go against the grain of common player perceptions. A lot of players like save all of your currency yeah. until endgame. So right. <laughs> I, I do not believe that should be the case. I say if you've got a bunch of currency and you want mm. of, 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 a of a type of currency, yeah. like if you've got 15 alks or whatever, alk something. Yeah. It's totally cool. Well, because like, you'll get, some, also you might get like, cool. Also, like, uh, you might not make it to end game. You might, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah. And I want players to enjoy the journey. Yeah. You might, no you might, they'll make you it might to maps. burn out and be like, oh, this, I'm tired, I'm tired of killing all these monsters. I'm, yeah. I'm and I hate saving it. all of this currency. I, yeah. And I then your experience so is like less because you didn't get to. Try all this currency on these items and, and try exactly. all the different combos and all sorts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What have you been working on, Blake? <laughs> have I been working <laughs> on? Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in the run up to 3.0. Oh, man. I worked on a bunch of tiles. Yeah. <laughs> I worked on. Um, I, uh, some, of the, some of the nicer looking tiles. All the awesome ones have the photogrammetry, and I didn't work on that. <laughs> You did all, you did the reliquary? I did the yeah I did the reliquary, which I actually reliquary. I I really like the reliquary. It's probably my favorite one because um, it was actually an idea that I'd had uh, during um, Act Three when I was working on the library, mm. and I got like halfway through that library set, and I was like, oh man, what if it was like the whole thing was like an abyss, and you were like in the middle of this giant library room, mm. and you had mm. like the thick the the normal thick walls were actually just like abyss walls that went all the way down. Mm. And I was like, that was really cool. And I did a little prototype of it. I was like, man, that looks really cool. But I was halfway through doing it. And so like redoing the entire thing was would be like way that take way too long. Yeah. So I kept that in the back of my mind for like one day I'm gonna like try to put this into something. That's awesome. And then the reliquary came along and I was like, I know exactly what to do for that. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um you also worked on the torched courts and the templar uh, courts. Yeah, well I worked on the templar courts and the torch courts. And the uh Chamber of Innocence. Chamber of yeah, Chamber of Innocence and um, a good chunk of the Ossery as well. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Those are. I mean, I love all of those. I mean, to be fair, all of the zones in Act Five. The um, the Chamber gorgeous. of Innocence was. I took a little bit of that uh, that idea that I, I thought of in uh, using the library because we wanted those really tall um, stained glass windows, mm. and our game has a real problem showing height because the camera is like locked in one position, so you can only have things right so high because they'll just like they'll um, intersect with the camera and it looks yeah. looks terrible. So showing massive stained glass windows is tough because you can't go up. Right. So so you have raised platforms. Yeah. So I, so what we did clever. was like make make them raised, and then <laughs> yeah. so instead of going up, they the the windows go down, so they yeah. show height by going down instead yeah. of going up. That's really cool. Yeah, I uh, love the stained glasses in there as well. Yeah, and um, I think that that area it was a really good um, collaboration between me and Josiah, um, and Josiah's like level designer. Uh, and so when I first made that, I did it in very, very traditional like uh, ninety degree angle mm. uh, walls and and straight walls and all that sort of stuff. Right. Yep. And then he went and put it all together, and he'd made these ninety degree angle or these uh, concave and convex walls in a way that sort of curved mm. around. And I was like, "That's that's really cool. We should just 
make the make tiles with these huge curves in them <laughs> and then we did that and it instantly like looked interesting with yeah. like not really that much effort yeah we don't have very many like super organic looking no areas. we don't and that's that's i think why it really stood out yeah you know, i thought the caves were pretty good yeah the caves, yes, the the caves, caves do look great cool. actually um, i was thinking about that the other day is that it's i f often forget one of the caves like they're such an old tile yeah and they still look good yeah yeah i they, look yeah i i, I see <laughs> that one when i'm watching trip uh, Twitch streams and be like these caves like they hold up really really well yeah. it's interesting because they don't adhere to like squares no when I look at like for example the ossuary yeah and I love the ossuary but it is like yep this is a grid yep mm -hmm. yep um, and it's it's a fun yeah. area and, and, and well I did I with the ossuary I kind of like even made it worse because I purposely made things very blocky and yeah. like chunky and like even the steps kind of are just like big chunks of stone yeah kind of thing like it's like a big tomb right and i think it i, I know i think it works great for that area yeah um but like but yeah I, is, I mean i know what you mean and i think the the chamber very clear of, to me with it those are tiles yeah yeah and, and I, they, they all click together i think the chamber of innocence definitely would not have looked as impressive if we'd just stuck with standard right. like right angles and, yes um but then i look at the when i look at caves which are really old yeah i'm like it's it's kind of mind-boggling that yeah. these are all basically just yeah. squares that click together. Uh, the the caves are interesting because I I have a thing, and yeah. it's it's a it's a real thing, which is uh, <laughs> I'm things, worried about where you're going with this now. Things that are shiny, kind of look <laughs> way way cooler. Yep. Okay. They yeah. totally so do. The cave. <laughs> everything's wet and everything's yeah. shiny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really basic, but it's yeah. th that specular highlight yep. is enough to throw the eye off, and you don't see like that kind of repetition. Yeah, that specular highlight makes you like it, <laughs> like when people show off games it's like yo hey have you seen it raining oh yeah <laughs> you know? oh well, actually that's a good point because <laughs> every time a new console comes out guess what type of game they show the latest car game <laughs> be like look how shiny these cars yeah. are now check out these raindrops yeah, yeah check out check out <laughs> these was, shiny cars in, uh, in the rain at night and everyone's I like oh my god oblivion came out and the yeah. first screenshots were like inside a cave and yeah. i was like look how shiny that floor is <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah people love shiny stuff <laughs> yeah yeah which is why gold is a thing and it's also yeah. why oh that's true gold there, is there are other reasons but no, yeah, the yeah, shininess it, it is a big part of it yep. yeah um dude i love the uh the courts the uh, Templar uh, courts. Oh, the temp. The There's temp some great environmental storytelling. So I know, the, dude. The Templar courts were actually, I think, the hardest thing to work on. Oh yeah. Like, uh, con conceptually, like, again, it's just a grid, so it's super easy. Mm. But like conceptually, it's a courtroom. Mm. Courtrooms are boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I'm just gonna take a moment. Nick, before the podcast, said we should tone down on swear. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. He, Blake's sworn Blake... so much no, on this I've, episode, it's ridiculous. I've done it on purpose. My, 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 my poor little nephew's ears. Yeah, I'm do sorry, you, buddy. Do you, do you, do you want to say Nick, why we're Uncle... toning down? <laughs> my, okay. My, um, my, my, my brother-in-law, Justin, says, said he, he uh, listens to the podcast in the car, um, and he's got a nephew, or he's, well, he's got two kids, my, I've got two nephews now, and, um. And they, they, when he, when he puts on this podcast, he says, we're going to listen to Nick now. And, uh, apparently one time they were listening to Wiggles a whole bunch and he's like, I don't want to listen to the Wiggles anymore. And then he said, let's listen to Nick. And Yay. so I thought that was adorable. <laughs> and I was great. like, well, well, let's try and tone down the swearing so that, you know, uh, the three-year-old and the one-year-old can actually listen to us. Mm -hmm. And with that in mind, Blake is just, <laughs> first thing he does when we, uh, when we, 
when I say the episode number, what do you say? Holy shit. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Shit's not a swear word. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's allowed it's on radio. definitely a swear word. Not, not when I was raised. Okay. <laughs> back, back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> Um, okay, fine. <laughs> but, but, oh, yeah. Dude, so t- these typical... freaking tiles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I re- the storytelling. Yeah. Those tiles. Well, and uh, yeah, the um, the the thing I really like a lot in that uh, Templar Quartz is uh, Dominus's office. Yeah. Have those you have you, know, have you together, found right? that? No, no. Yeah. So D- Dominus has a little office there with his own like a massive portrait of himself behind his own desk. Oh wow! Mm. And you see his like gauntlet thing. Or one of his gauntlets on, yeah. on a table, and and there's like a bunch of gems. Yeah, and there's like relic, relics from like Rayclass around. Yeah. So he's like expeditions have gone there and brought back stuff, and yeah, that that kind there's of. There's a there's a dead shield crab, or maybe it's just a sand spitter on one of the tables. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That he's been like dissecting or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that sort of stuff is cool, and that is like a lot of collaboration between me and the, like the the the. Uh, level designers as well. Yeah, I told you my idea for the Templar Chords, I think, maybe. What was yours? Which was, I want, and I still want this. You've got, like, podiums with books on them. What I want is for one of the books, one of the pages to be physics-enabled. Oh, so yeah, that's as right. you run past it, yeah, so yeah. it flicks. That seems pretty cool. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. Well, also, though, the thing that is, might make the players be like, whoa, there's magic here. What's this important it's opening, but uh, I think if you have it in a, in a whole bunch, if of you places, have it enough, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but but Nick, I'm I'm just gonna say, right now, it's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> of uh, it's not gonna look as cool as you imagine it. Oh, probably. you know how like pages kind of float down and they do this kind of thing. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> I, I would be it would be stuck to the book still. It would, it's it's an open book mm. and the page just sort of turns. You turn a page as you're running past it, basically. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Oh, it plays an animation type thing. Yeah, but ideally it's sort of physics based, mm. so it it properly doesn't just like flip every time at the mm. same rate. Okay, but uh, yeah, I think it's doable. Cool. You, you know, I I really like that kind of stuff in Diablo Three, where it you could interact with more of the environment. Yeah, there, there was more of that connection. Yeah, I we have. Uh, I I remember being told by the level designers we actually have some tech for being able to like do stuff like that. Like we can like we can like have things like pro- like maybe like proximity and like you can have like a wall fall or something like that or if something is hit by a spell it'll like you can make it collapse or something like That's that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the vases do that. Yeah, I mean va- vases do that for sure. Um but like uh we we were thinking of like in the in the reliquary where there's heaps of like glass mm. having them breakable. Yeah, yeah, oh, but shit. we just we, I didn't even know this was on the table. Yeah, but um we just had Good so luck. much to do. Yeah. Good luck breaking glass. Yeah, yeah, I know. There was just so much to do that we never actually <laughs> <laughs> got around of like to Some extreme polish there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's something that, like, it, it, something I, I want to, like, add to things, like, more commonly. My um my big graphical Act 5 contribution um was, was the pigeons in Oriath Square. Oh, I yeah. I said to Eric, as soon as I entered that square, I was like, we need like a, a flock of pigeons that flies up when you run near him. He's like, yes. Shit's on you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Aren't they um, crows? Uh, in the ruined square, they're crows. Ah, uh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It depends um, on what version yeah. of the square you're in. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. They, they they definitely add some life. Yes. Um, and I love chasing them around in the in the epilogue town, um, which... I also love the epilogue town in general. I think that's a cool concept. Mm-hmm. 
Um, all right, we're basically out of time. In fact, we're well over time. So uh, if you've got questions for us, we can't answer them today because we just had a lot to cover. But you should email them, frenziequestions at gmail.com. Sometimes we just answer them personally, I think, right? If we don't answer them on the podcast, uh, sometimes you just... Sometimes I always try to add them to that list there. That's why we've got such a huge list now. Yeah. But I do like try to let people know if... Uh, you know, that we're, we we acknowledge them. That yep. We know that they've just sent us something, you know. Yep. Um, you can tweet at Front Seat Cast. Uh, Facebook.com slash Front Seat Cast is our Facebook page. Uh, we've got a WordPress site, word, frontseatgamer.wordpress.com. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Front Seat Cast. Write us on iTunes and tell your friends about us because we love it. Uh, we're part of the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network, which is hashtag AGP on Twitter. Um we want to thank Leanne for our logo. Uh, she's got a Tumblr. Leanne, that's L-I-A-N-N-E, Booton, B-O-O-T-O-N, dot Tumblr.com. We want to thank Andrew, who we work with, uh, for our music. And you can check out some more of his music at Not For Nothing, that's N-A-U-G-H-T-F-O-R-N-O-T-H-I-N-G, dot com. Not For Nothing dot com. Good band. I don't think we thank those two enough. No, we've never. I think we've only thanked them a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've done great work for us. So yep. thank you guys. Yep, thank and you. And we'll be back in a couple weeks. Awesome. See ya. Bye. Alright. <coughs> Oof. Get all your coughs out. Jesus, get that on the mic, man. Do you want water? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Oof been phlegmy mm. I, I, I think i had like a sinus infection mm. caught one while i was in australia wow okay from my nephew i poked his nose and his nose was all goopy because oh, i had never met him before and i like poking noses of babies don't judge me don't judge me don't touch a baby's face it's just like a pe- like yeah. putting your hand in a petri dish <laughs> yeah like it just imagine bugs like crawling all over them and just being like... Opening the gate to the disease zoo. Yeah. Yeah. They're sick all the time. Yeah, yeah they are. Hate them. <laughs> Planning on having kids, Blake? I'd, I'd adopt. <laughs> yeah, I'd adopt I love them. Like, like a 30-year-old when I'm, when I'm older. <laughs> and they can move out straight away. <laughs> See you, son. <laughs> All right, are we ready?